0: Hello, and welcome to to the the Arturelia Podcast. We hope you enjoy. Everyone, this is our Telly podcast. Today, we're gonna be talking about original creations or stories that we've been working on, or just projects in general that are original. So I have my friend Mike, my mom from Sound Booth Theater, and a new and a friend that has joined in for the first time, Matt Rice. Hello, Matt. Hola. (laughs) (laughs) So, who wants to? I guess start.
1: I mean, I could start if you want me to. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, if we're on the topic of original uh, creations, I know that last time I discussed the um, video I was working on on uh, the works of uh, Soviet director Sergei Eisenstein with uh, the films he made during like the like like the. 1920s like right around the birth of the soviet union
0: isn't that the one with the um the baby car- carriage like Correct. they yes, took that yeah. like that's been in like a lot of stuff which i am familiar with
1: yes that is the one um the film the film that that was featured it was uh the fellowship and that's a uh, famous scene that involves a uh a, a striking masses, like a mass of people pretty much showing solidarity for this um, uh, mutiny uh,
2: ship crew who refused to take orders from the
1: uh, loyalist uh, like the czarist uh, forces, so they want to pretty much, you know, establish a new system for the people. So this is their... Essentially it is a propaganda piece for the Soviet Union. There's no... uh, there, there's no you know there's no other way to put it it is propaganda it is communist propaganda but um yeah there's a specific scene where the, there's people who are supporting these masses or who are supporting the sailors or being uh gunned down by uh, the czar's troops and the scene is known as the odessa steps which is uh, it's an actual location in uh, odessa now part of uh ukraine hmm. um so it shows them pretty much just running as these rows of SARS soldiers pretty much fire at them. And one person during the scene accidentally, while she's shot, uh, pushes a baby carriage down the, down the steps. And uh, that scene has been paid uh, homage to so many times. Yeah.
0: And, Was it, a, you know, like a mafia film? I thought. I could be mistaken. I thought it so was. Oh, you're like,
3: thinking about you're thinking about the one he referenced uh, in one of our other, um, one of our other podcasts, The Untouchables.
0: Yeah. Yes. Okay. Right. Because yeah, I um, because I I have seen that scene like you know remade a few times or at least on a on a film that I saw a clip of on YouTube somewhere. I just don't don't remember like what it was called.
1: Yeah. Um,
4: well,
3: right now while you're talking, I see the scene with the
1: baby going in the, uh, the Potemkin or uh, Untouchables? And that's
3: Potemkin.
1: Okay, yeah. It's a, dramatic, uh, it's a very dramatic, it's a very dramatic scene. And, of course, something to keep in mind is, especially when I mentioned that this is like a propaganda piece, um, I, I've noticed historically, of course, this was something that was over-traumatized. Um, this specific event uh, most likely did not happen. If it did happen, it wasn't to this extent. Hmm. Um, of course, you know, hmm. directors of the movie like to over dramatize kind of uh, the struggles of the people and support of uh, the communist government, and whatnot. Yeah, I'm
2: yeah. Per-
0: I'm pretty sure though. At least what it did capture. I mean, it was it was pretty. It was a pretty chaotic time in Russia, and oh well,
1: yeah, I mean it was pretty chaotic. <clears throat> and, of yeah, course, Established the communist government, but even then, you know, you had people who were fed up with the uh, the czarist rule, and I guess you know, the czar didn't pay attention to the needs of the people. So, of course, that led to his downfall and the establishment of government. However, the government that led to was one that was, you know, that would be to an even more totalitarian system.
3: So, was the czar himself very totalitarian? Um, or was he just kind
1: of, um, apathetic? It, it seemed like, I need, I need to read up more on like the czars of, uh, I mean, there are, there are things I need to read up more about of the czars, um, uh, but I know for certain it was, uh, there were elements of not authoritarianism, but there was, uh, especially some, uh, what's it called? Uh, some instances of anti-Semitism, of anti-Semitism.
4: Uh, Semitism, uh-huh.
1: Yeah, uh, there's the events known as the pogroms,
4: which were the uh, state-sanctioned uh, attacks on Jewish, uh, Jewish communities, Jewish villages in Russia. This was hmm. during, like, you know,
1: uh, 1800s, 1900s. I think, uh, I haven't seen it, but I think there is a reference to it in, um, uh, movie uh
4: fiddler on hmm. uh, the music. oh
0: didn't didn't they kind of um it, this was a steven spielberg animated film but what was it called uh it had to do with oh, them the yeah the yes. mice yeah yeah i remember the um first film uh i remember like these people were attacking a village and i remember um i may have been four or five at the time and my mom she had i think a book about like I. I think it had to do with like that time period, and what what were those people called that were raiding the village? I mean, they were oh, what called.
4: Did they call them? Cossacks? Yes.
0: Okay, that. were they like bandits they or? or... Uh, weren't they people well, from the
4: government?
1: There were so the Cossacks, They're like I think they're they're like different communities that are very uh, militaristic, but mm-hmm. in a, a
4: cultural sense, and I hmm. think some of them are like you know. I think some of them are in
1: with the government especially back then uh, others were kind of like yeah, I don't want to say nomadic but it, it, they, they had their own kind of culture and that culture relied heavily on uh, on, on a militaristic lifestyle and oh, no. yeah, some of the Cossacks did uh, take part in these programs and actually in that scene I mentioned previously in Potemkin where uh the people are fleeing. These soldiers. There's actually towards the end of that scene, there are actually Cossack troops waiting
0: for them at the base of the stairs to. Oh. them. Down.
1: Interesting. So, yeah. It's, uh, it's 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 an inter- interesting history. Russia's really had Russia has a really interesting history when it comes to um, like especially with, uh, with with its like military, its uh, structures of government, but yeah. yeah it's,
0: definitely have it definitely has like a, a bloody side to it as well i think um i i do have uh this world war Two like like kind of like a film box set of just the rise of the third reich but they they did a quick brief history about russia like i think it, the the documentary was about the battle of russia but um i know they had some conflicts like in the early 1700s i don't i don't remember what war that was I just know they've had conflict for quite some time during, I think, even the 12 or 1300s, and you know some religious stuff here and there thrown right. into the conflicts. There's a um, th- there is a
1: movie that has depicted one of those um, those events. Um, I'm not again, I'm not too familiar with like that far back into history, but um, it- it's an interesting thing to point out is that this movie that depicted that event was made in the late 30s right before world war ii started it's called alexander nevsky and this is a safe film that depicts uh, uh, the, the titular character leading uh, essentially the russian people in a fight against uh, the teutonic knights
2: huh. and,
1: yeah and, and of course it's with so this movie,
2: you know
0: what I'm pretty sure in that documentary they may have took it, taken clips. Um, I think from that film. I mean, I could be wrong, but it had knights in it, and it looked like they, they yes. were they looked almost like crusaders. I guess you could say.
1: Yes, exactly. That that most likely was it.
4: These were like men with very scary looking helmets.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They ha- they looked very. They almost kind of looked like the juggernauts um, helmet, sort of. Yeah,
1: Except
2: they-, <laughs> they did really, and what's interesting is the context
1: of. Uh, context of, like, the time period when this was released, because, of course, the Teutonic Knights, especially, it's obvious in the movie, this is the German army, so Mm. this seemed like it was uh, not just Eisenstein, but also, like, of course, under, you know, under the command of Stalin, um, like, you know, them trying to drum up support against the German people, despite... You know, of course, right before World War II, there was the whole non-aggression pact, which, you know, Hitler double-crossed on and marched into Russia. But I found it interesting how this was, you know, yes, a propaganda piece, but also kind of showing a, um, a look
4: into anti-German sentiment during you know, right before the war started. Mm.
0: Interesting. But, um, so... The project you were working on is the the film you were talking about, the Battle of Potemkin. Um, how 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 have you progressed with this project? Yeah, cool. Well,
1: um, so far it it has it has taken a bit of time. Unfortunately, I've had uh, a couple of other um, a couple of other things, you know, kind of taking control of my uh, my priorities, but fortunately I've finally gotten the uh, audio clips that I've recorded I, I, I narrate I pretty much have read the um, essay that I wrote this was originally from one of my classes uh, I've narrated it all and uh, with the help of a friend he had helped me record my uh, my lines so where I'm at right now is I have to pretty much cut you know edit uh-huh. paste, uh, these different sound bites of me speaking about the the movie, and then from there I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna capture footage of the uh, of the film. Pretty much everything else that you know uh, is is being discussed in context of the film as well.
0: You're gonna put it up on um, YouTube.
4: Mm-hmm. Yes, that is the plan.
0: Thank you. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll watch it.
4: Appreciate that, and I also appreciate y'all giving me the chance to talk about it as well, and and the
1: enthusiasm, you know, for it as well too. And thank you all very much for that. Yeah,
0: Yeah, it's very interesting.
3: interesting. Yeah, it's it's definitely something, uh, you know, it's it's different. I mean, that's not when you think about people working on projects, you don't think about something like that. So that's what's quite intriguing. Yeah. About how long do you think it will it will be? Like, um.
1: The, the final product? Um, I'm hoping it'll be finished within a month. Um, oh. Yeah, oh,
4: you're
3: but, pretty close then.
1: Um, for, yeah, I mean, as, as from what I see right now, what I can estimate, yeah, I am uh, pretty close to completing
4: it. It's just that, you know, with uh, with work and with life, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. job,
1: yeah it's... Definitely-
0: but, but hey, you're making progress, though.
1: Well, thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really excited to get it uh, complete and to show it to everyone.
3: And the runtime will be about how long? Do you
1: think? Uh, I didn't get. I didn't like. I I, didn't, I haven't put down like a uh, an exact time, but I would say it'd be somewhere around like 15 minutes.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, that's that's pretty short.
4: Thank you.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, yeah, i would I, I mean i could actually see it as a full-on like documentary you know that they used to do back then on the history channel well,
3: it's kind of like a mini
1: documentary
0: yeah so. well yeah i mean it's it's something i want to you know I, I i do
4: i do love writing i mean i love writing scripts but i also like studying about uh different films especially ones mm. that um uh, you know, one some that I, I find either very fascinating
1: or some with an interesting like history behind it. Um, I do like studying like like you know I, I like doing a little bit of both. Uh, what's it called? Film study as well as film writing. Hmm.
4: Oh
3: yeah yeah. Are you? Do you have uh anything else in mind for after you're done with this? Um,
1: I have a couple of other ideas. Um, another one would be a. Or one would be another.
2: uh, I'm thinking about doing another one of these, although shorter. Uh, I don't know
1: if I would uh, record myself narrating it, but it is a. um, It'd be similar to this, except this would be focusing on um, Indian cinema.
4: uh, Okay. Oh. Yeah. Like Uh, the
0: the ones we get, right? The ones in theater that we get.
4: Oh yeah yeah.
1: Yeah, I, oh, especially with... Uh, what was that one that just um, was released this week? Saho.
0: yeah, something. Sahu.
1: Saho, I think is what it was called. I might be wrong. But I was amazed seeing how that one was, like, selling out. I mean, I haven't seen any of the Indian films selling out in the theater, but...
4: What's the name of it again? Sahu, um, I
0: think. I could be mispronouncing it.
4: Yeah, I can... Here, I can look it, it up. They actually
0: have the... The, they actually have the poster um, out
2: I at the... I saw
3: the poster when I was coming there the other day, or a few days
1: ago. Yeah, that's a first... That's like a first-time thing. And apparently mm. I've heard it's breaking, like, um, financial records in India, so of course... Oh. Wow. That's why it's getting so much attention here, too.
3: It, so it must be pretty well done, or there's something about it that's striking a chord with audiences?
1: Uh, I'm hearing... I'm hearing so many different opinions about it. I've heard, I mean, I've heard some people like it. I've heard some people didn't like it, and I was, mm. I was surprised. But
0: hmm, um, like a mix.
3: Yeah, it is. Sorry, I was just gonna ask what what was it about.
0: Yeah, uh, I was gonna ask that.
3: <laughs> I, I've heard one one customer told me
1: it's pretty much like an action sci-fi film.
3: Oh, okay, that sounds like my kind of film.
4: Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Except this one is uh, either in uh Taluk or Tamiyo, so of course be subtitled. Subtitled, yeah.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Alright, well, um who else wants to go next? Oh crap. I forgot to mention my internet, but um my, my internet, you know, it cut me off again, but you're recording on your end, right?
3: I am recording on my end, but I have no idea how good it's doing.
0: Hopefully it'll be doing okay because mine just... I gotta
3: get to this other computer. Yeah,
0: I, I, really for, I completely forgot that it yep. was going to do this, but what's weird is that it didn't really cut off when we did the recent podcast.
4: That's right, it did not.
0: Must have been the internet connection because I hooked it up. Oh yeah, you
4: hooked it straight to...
0: That's the probably TV. why.
4: Exactly. But
0: anyways, who wants to go um, next? Well, our other guest has been very
4: um, quiet. Matt. If he I'm here. Okay. Welcome <laughs> with a stick. <laughs> Get on,
0: Mike. <laughs> well, um, Matt doesn't really have like anything original he's working on. But uh, Matt, what what do you think about Mike's um project?
3: I'm half paying attention,
0: it's not my fault. Uh, yeah. He's playing, I think, uh He's
4: playing a game. D- yeah, he's playing a yeah. game. <laughs> Trying to multitask while he's doing the podcast. Yeah, I get bored
3: easily. If I don't I'm gonna get bored, trust me. <laughs> That's understandable.
0: So if you hear him cuss it's because he's playing Well, I think he's
3: got pushed to talk on maybe. <laughs> so you can't you can't really hear him too much in the background, or I can't anyway. Oh well I also had to make
4: leaf them away from, away uh, from now. Uh, that was another
0: reason why then I guess. Um so I guess mom, do you wanna go next or do you want well, me to I start?
3: I guess I can, but I honestly am not quite sure what I should talk about because well, I'm not currently actively working on uh, my own original creation. That book I haven't been able to work on in a while. You've
0: been you started like what, two thousand and eight? It's been like close to a day. I started
3: it in 2008 and I didn't tell anybody that I was planning to write a book. I even took, I started taking like an online writing class and then my brother, I told him at some point in 2008, that same year, I told him and he was the only one I told that I was writing this book and it's about a, uh, like a, either a teenage or a tween, um, male dyslexic Growing up in Poughkeepsie, New York, well, not really growing up, he, just, he and his mother lived there, except he is not a typical, like his dyslexia is more almost like, um, uh, I don't know what's the right word, just almost, almost supernatural in nature in that when he looks at people's writing, he's able to uh, get a sense of things that they have done in the past, good or bad. So he's almost like a psychic.
4: Uh-huh.
3: Manifests itself in 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 his in people's writing, and uh, so he doesn't have a really good time in school because he can't learn like a typical person can, and it's even more difficult um, for him because like his dyslexia is not normal dyslexia; it's like psychic dyslexia. <laughs> I mean, I call it dyslexia, but it. I mean, it was inspired by Arturo because of his 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 issues with with that, but um, it was also inspired by I. At the time, I was active on an online fitness forum, but they also would have a section of that forum where you could just talk about general stuff, and this one lady had a very interesting story that she told. She said they were remodeling a portion of their house, and they tore a wall down, and they found a diary inside the wall that had been hidden. Yeah, it was quite interesting. And so that gave me the inspiration for this particular um, story that I wrote, is that this kid, he finds a hidden compartment in the wall of his room, and he finds a diary in the room written by a girl who was deaf, a deaf girl from the 1940s who witnesses a murder that happens. And so, of course, he can't read the diary. All he can do is, when he looks at it, all he sees are images playing out, you know, like in his mind, of what happened to this girl. So it's, it's like a mystery, but with a little bit of psychic stuff in it, too. And I've written it, and I've done at least one revision. I think I'm on my second one right now. But, you know, I feel like there are some things I want to go back and add more things to it to just kind of, like beef it up a little bit, and my brother gave me some really good ideas um, about something to put in there, but I've completely forgotten what he told me. I should have written it down, because <laughs> I, I forgot, but but what's funny about, so this book, when I started writing it, and I told my brother, his name is Timothy, one of my brothers, one of my baby brothers, he then got bitten by the writing bug, and he ended up writing and releasing two novels already. <laughs> <laughs> nice <Okay. laughs> and it was it, it, you know I was excited for him and I liked the story he was working on so I ended up kind of like putting my stuff to the side to help him work on his novels especially his first novel and so I've got kind of a cool story to tell about his first novel I'm going to go ahead and tell him what happened Arturo Well,
0: I, I could also put up the video here I believe because yeah. I actually recorded that clip of the panel but yeah, um yeah. Can, so you can, I will
3: I'll explain to them what happened. So I went to Dragon Con this past weekend to meet up with the people that I work with. I work for an audiobook company. Oh cool. And yeah, it's it's a really cool, fun job. I, I do enjoy it quite a lot. That's another reason why I haven't finished my book. I'm busy working. Eh, it won't
0: um, let me it won't let <laughs> me put it up. I have to I'll have to go find it.
3: Just, you can put the link to the original video. Yeah. Anyway, so was, I'm sorry. Yeah i was just going to tell the story of what, so what happened is, Timothy's writing this book, he gets my other brother Matthew to do the illustrations of the book, and Matthew's wife does the cover of the book, and Timothy tells me, I believe either while he's writing it or after he's writing it, I can't remember at what point, but for years I've known this, that he modeled the character, the main character in this book after Carl Urban. Cause he, he likes Carl Urban's acting. He, he has for a long, long time. So I went to Dragon Con and Timothy found out that Carl Urban was going to be there. He and Jack Quaid were going to be there um, because of The Boys. You know, it's super popular right now. Um, new show it was because of that,
1: because that show.
3: Yes, it was because of that. And I was interested to go to the panel too because I do like Carl Urban and I started watching the show. So I was like, I'll try to go to the panel, you know, it'd be kind of fun. And Timothy calls me before I leave, he says, look, Carl um, Urban's going to be there. So says, I want you to take that book, and I want you to give him a copy of that book. <laughs> so I was like, Timothy, my chances of giving this book to Carl Urban, coming face-to-face with him, are like less than zero. He said, make it happen. <laughs> so I was like, oh, well, I'm not going to go do the photographs and autographs. I managed to get in, I did a little video about this on my, uh, on my YouTube channel explaining Mm -hmm. sort of like the story, so I won't go into too much depth about that, but I did manage to get into the panel, and I did manage to ask the question, I was, you know, they don't always like you to get up and say, I want to give you such and such, you know, they kind of frown upon that, so, you know. And again, I, I get it too, and, and I figured they they might would just tell me no, but I told the lady that had the microphone what I was there for, you know, I said, I don't really want to do this, but I promised my brother I would try, and uh, she said, well, you can give him the book on the Walk of Fame, which is like where you go and do the photographs and, you know, autographs. And I said, well, I'm leaving right after this. I want, this is my only chance to do that, and so she let me, and I asked, I, I explained the situation, you know, when it was my turn to ask the question explain the situation and asked if I could give him the book uh, or if it was not appropriate is was there a place I could send it to and the moderator said we'll make sure he gets it after the panel or in a few minutes or something like that so I handed the book to the girl with the microphone and I started to walk back to my seat and then Carl, Carl was like no 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 bring it up now I, let me see it now basically oh, wow. I know I was so surprised <laughs> oh, my tr- God. I know so I got the book back and I handed it to like the person who would you know, was going to take it straight up to the, um, to, to him, because they have, like, you know, people that are sort of, like, intermediaries between you and them, and so I, and plus, I, w- I think I would have probably fainted if I, Um, if I actually had to walk all the way up there to the, to the stage. It was like a room with almost a thousand people in it, you guys. I was, <laughs> yeah, right? I yeah. I feel you. Yeah. sounds yes, pretty daunting,
1: I mean, to be in that, that kind yeah. of a,
3: it was it was and most people are afraid of public speaking and i'm one of the many who was afraid of such a thing
2: but you did but I, it I, I did you it because, did it <laughs> well here's the thing i
3: i would not have done it if it was for myself but i was able to do it because it was for somebody else so that kind of takes a little bit of the pressure off you know like you feel like yeah it, it just feels like it's a little easier so i handed the book to the fella and the, the guy took it and gave it to carl and carl opened it up and he starts looking at it and and he looks up, and he says he says to the crowd, he says, um, talk amongst yourselves. And then he started, like, looking through the book. <laughs>
4: oh, my God.
3: And then he started reading a few sentences. <laughs> that is awesome. It was so awesome. I tell you, I'm all so excited about it. Can you tell? I mean, it just happened a few days ago. I'm still so excited about it. And so then okay. he. Yeah,
1: yeah like, I'm, I can hear it, like, that you're. And even then, like, that, that's amazing that he would actually, you know,
3: do that in the middle of a panel. I, mm-hmm. was, I was not expecting it. And I think because I wasn't expecting it, that's why it happened. You know, like, if you have a certain expectation about the, what the response is. Yeah, be, but, yeah. Well, my thought was, I'm just, I'm going to hand this book to the person, and they'll give it to him after the panel, and that's going to be it. You right. know, and I, I will never know for sure whether he got it. But no, he took that book, and he read a few passages, and he thanked me, and he said he would read it. And then at the end of the panel he stood up to leave and he took the book and he kind of like held it out in front of the audience, like shook it in front of the audience, like to show them the front of the book. I know. And then he walked out in this video that Arturo linked, you do not see him doing that part at the end because it cut off right before, but you do see him walking out of the panel and he's got the book in his hand. So I know he left the room with it. I will <laughs> oh <see>. So,
0: <laughs> Oh, sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> um, so yeah, Mike, if, like, I think it's, what, around nine minutes that... Yeah, it happened, you... the
3: second, it was the second question, I hopped up, and they opened it for, you know, for questions, I was like, I'm just going to get this done, going to get it over with, and I hopped up and went, and the lady, they had two people with mics, and the second lady with a mic happened to be on my row, my column or wherever I was sitting, so I was the first one up to her, but the second one to ask the question. It's like
4: so, a total luck by chance kind of situation, right
3: here it was especially because i almost did not even make it into the panel you guys because it was they had to cut off the line not terribly far after i got into the line it was a line they wrapped around the building and then they fed people in into the room from the back end like they didn't feed everybody in through the main um area of you know like where people were hanging out because of the con they brought us in through like a back entrance um and they closed off the doors you know it was like they they wouldn't you know they it was at capacity it was completely packed and <laughs> I could be-
0: yeah I could believe it
3: yeah I had almost thought about not I thought about waiting until they loaded everybody and then I would just walk through the main doors to the room but a lady warned me she said it might you might not be able to get in and I was like okay so it, it all ended up to where I was able to get in and that happened and I'm I'm very excited and happy for my brother, and I hope that he really does read it. It's an actually, it's actually a pretty cool and fun book, and I'm not just saying that because I'm biased. It it really is a fun book. I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna go ahead and see if I can play it. I'm, I'm gonna try and mute it though because I don't want to you know distract from the podcast. But my God, that sounds like a, I mean, I can't imagine like just just that whole situation. Just you know, um, being, yeah. show him that that work that your brother uh, that your brother. know
4: you
3: helped out with if it it was surreal i will tell you it was surreal and i can only imagine how it must feel for my brother he says, he said i can't believe it i i a a book that i wrote and modeled the main character after carl urban the guy that i modeled this book after is actually reading a book (laughs) with a character that i modeled after him he says i can't and he says, and and he's looking at matthew's artwork i guess our our other brother who did the art you know Um, But, but what's about the artwork, and the artwork is is great. It's Matthew did a superb job. But the thing is, we told Matthew, we said, "Matt, this character is modeled after Carl Urban, but the guy he drove, just drove Drew does not look like Carl
4: Urban."
3: <laughs> I was like, "Matt, he
2: looks
0: like he looks like Little Mac from Punch Out. That's what he reminds me of."
3: Oh yeah, kind of. He does. Um,
0: look like Mike, that. you could you could um you could turn up the volume. That's fine. I can Yeah, because I, yeah. I, I I like.
3: summarize I summarized everything but yeah if you jump to the nine minute mark you'll you'll be able to see That's that's about where the question happened and they they, they I, I told him I said this is the first time I've ever done this and uh, some things I did not hear until I actually watched the actual video I didn't hear this girl in the, in the audience say you're doing great or something like <laughs> that I didn't hear that at the time yeah everybody there the look
0: everybody there yeah. looked nice like seemed nice
3: moderator said, You're doing good. We're glad you're this is your you know your first time is
1: with us and I said, Well I'm scared to death. <laughs> I wouldn't least bit. That's a situation that I probably would have like been close to fainting on that one.
0: Um especially with a celebrity. Should, uh, go ahead and play it right now if
3: y'all want me to with the sound. Yeah, yeah go go that's ahead. fine. It's fun to listen
0: to I've been watching it. <laughs> I've been watching it for like a few times now.
3: Hello uh, I'm only doing this because my brother asked me to. I've never done this before. <laughs> oh, well thanks for doing for it with us. <laughs> and he, said, he said, make it happen, so I'm like, okay, I'll try.
4: Yeah, <laughs> you're doing great, is No,
3: I'm scared to death. So this is for Carl. My brother's been following your career for like a decade or more. He's been admiring you forever. In fact, he loves your acting so much that he modeled uh, character in his very first novel, After You. And he wanted me to give you a copy of the novel. So I wondered if I could either do it now or if I could send it someplace. Because it's not appropriate to give it to you now. We'll have somebody bring it up here in a minute. How's that yes, sound? That's perfect. All right, awesome. I can help you. Yeah. 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 Oh, come
1: on, girl. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's lovely. Bring it up. I, 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 He's going to take it down. try yeah, awesome. to give it up. Oh, we're so such great. a well boiled
4: machine. <laughs> That's right. So you're the best sister to do this for your brother. Thank you so much.
1: And the tide turns.
4: Cool. Uh, it's a family affair. 12 talk amongst yourselves. <laughs>
0: part of Ethan Tanner's day, besides staring at dead bodies. shattered, the dog
1: tags hanging from the rear window. mirror. 67, Mustang. say. Thank you, I will read this. Thank you very much.
3: I, just, I just, because I knew if I did not try, I would kick myself from now until the end of time. So,
2: well, you fine. know
0: what Shia LaBeouf said? Nothing is just impossible. Do <laughs> <laughs> just,
3: just,
2: just do, do it. My <laughs> don't let
4: your dreams just be dreams. Don't mm-hmm. remind me of a commercial, please
3: don't. <laughs> uh, don't remind me of the don't Uh-oh. remind me of this commercials. <laughs> Don't uh,
4: remind
3: him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I linked up a little clip of my... my video. Reaction. That just sort of summarizes it, and I show the clip at the end where he's walking out. Yeah, check out something. I'll be right back. Okay.
0: But yeah, for viewers, nothing is impossible.
3: You mean for listeners? Yeah, well, listeners, they would I mean. viewers, too, wouldn't they?
0: Yeah. Viewers or listeners, either or, take yeah. it or leave it. <laughs>
3: I'm going to uh, pull up the book and link it for him if he's interested to read yeah. more about the description and stuff.
0: But um, Yeah, okay. like I feel like if you work your fingers to the bone, you okay. will make it in life. That's all I have to say.
1: Is of possibly you know seeing where it goes from there
3: well we you know we were you talking about carl yeah, yeah you know, we sorry. wondered because my brother said you know carl's probably in the position now that he could do stuff like throw some money behind projects you know
4: oh but he can oh uh,
3: well he, he's definitely coming he's 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 not like let's say a tom cruise or a brad pitt as far as popularity i think oh yeah yeah oh my goodness that show is freaking hilarious and awful at the same time (laughs) (laughs) no not awful as in bad it's just some of the stuff and there's like oh my goodness it's like political arturo i think you would appreciate some of the political like scheming and machinations that these Uh, these hero characters do and you see they're actually really vile people a lot of not all of them but
0: but some of them yeah
3: yeah there there's it's it's like okay so the main the the most powerful one his name is homelander he's the one that looks like vic mignana Arthur, with the blonde Uh. the the way he any kind of he like he's super strong super powerful but he is like a psychopath he is he's very very bad but the public thinks he's just wonderful and he looks down on the people that are admiring him he's hijacking situation with a plane, and so he and this uh, female hero called Queen Mav, or Maeve, whatever, she's 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 not she's not really bad, she doesn't seem to be bad, she she will go along with things that aren't very good, but just because I think she feels like she has no other choice, not because she agrees with it, mm-hmm. um, and so they go to save these people, and it ends, the situation ends up that they are not able to, and so they abandon the people on the plane, and the plane mm-hmm. crashes. Yeah, it was ter- it was it was it was that was a really, really intense scene. And so the girl, she feels just awful about it, you know, just awful. She wanted them to at least save like this child on the plane, and he said, If we save anybody, they're gonna tell what happened, you know. So and he I mean he just has no conscience at Jeez. all. At all. He's he's terrible. He's Isn't
0: um Carl Urban like an anti-hero?
3: he seems like he's a little bit on the harsh side, which might would make him anti-hero. But he's not a bad, not really a bad guy. But mm-hmm. uh, it's it's really good. I think you both would like it if you, you know, if you checked it out. So, well, it's on Amazon Prime. Not everybody has that, so but there's right. probably ways you can get a hold of it. <laughs> I, I mean, I know I don't have
1: that, but I might need to borrow it at some point.
3: You the know, show is disturbing. Yes. Yeah, disturbing? Yes. yes. Have you have you finished disturbing. watching it? Yes. I, well my brother watched it and I was paying attention, so yes uh, I have. It's disturbing. Yes, it, it is disturbing. There's some raw stuff in there, you know, obviously, you know, so if you you know, if you some people it's it's rated R stuff basically. Um but they are filming season two right now. In fact Carl and Jack had to leave Dragon Con um a little early to go back to filming. So, um Hopefully it won't take too long before season two comes around. And, uh, yeah, it, it, it's good. I think you would probably like it. A lot of people are really <laughs> digging it. it yeah.
4: Anyways. Yeah,
3: let, let, let me know what you think whenever you get around to it sometimes. A lot of people are talking a lot about it. Matt and Tim, my brothers, have just, and just so, like, you know, as evidenced by the crowd at DragonCon in that panel. Right. Yeah. a thousand people and then they had to cut it off well Dragon Con is, is ridiculously huge anyway so it would make sense that there would be that many people <laughs> to try to get into the panel
0: um so we actually jumped everywhere
3: <laughs> yeah we did and I think I'm done talking about my original creations because that's about all I was well, thinking
0: do you about. want to talk about uh, Timothy's creation I know he's not here yeah, I, was, but
3: I was talking about his creation
0: well yeah that's you put you put the I link mean, there
3: second book is completely different second book on the hit yeah yeah, that was made into an audio book which is how i ended up getting the job that i have because the narrator who did his second book who did timothy's second book ended up hiring me to be his audiobook grouper so yeah it's kind of funny how it all worked out
0: i think i like in the tide turns a bit more i don't know just because of the mystery but also just where it all goes
3: the action and how it ties in all these different types of historical um,
0: Chernobyl things. and the Somerton Man
3: Chernobyl and the Somerton Man, which is which is an Australian mystery, and he's like from that area. He's not a complete. He's not an He's not from Australia. I think he's what New Zealand. He's a Kiwi, um, hmm. but still, it's kind of like in that general area. So he might kind of. We
0: know, will never of, know, though, what I happened.
3: Know. Unless he finds a way to somehow get in touch with us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, well
3: speaking of the devil, that's my brother. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that's my brother. How probably... <laughs> <to put> <laughs> right. long well, I mean, <laughs> I'm
2: going to write him and tell him
3: that I'm in a podcast talking about him.
0: Well, how about you? Um, how about he chats with us through the phone?
3: I don't think that would sound too good.
0: Probably not. <laughs>
3: yeah, I, it would be hard to hear him. <clears throat>
0: You could say, "Hey Tim, we're talking about," and the tide turns.
3: <laughs> yeah, I just said in a podcast talking about you.
0: And the tide turns. <laughs> and uh, Carl Albrecht. Um. Okay. Well, I guess it's my turn. <laughs> do
4: it. Yes, your turn. About your stuff, your Toy Story.
0: Stuff? <laughs> toy Story, or he you don't said mean she's Toy Story. I mean Toy War. <laughs> oh, well, let's see, I've got. I have several options here. I I have one, two, three, four, five, but I may just trim it down to only two. So mom, what what would you rather hear? toy store Toy Story or he said <laughs> she <want> to <laughs> this toy, oh, oh. This toy story pressure sounds very familiar. I know, right? Um,
4: I've well, got like a
0: bunch. Maybe. I mean unless you wanna pick, let's see, I've got well, I've got the Toy War. I got the Vampire Story. I got the Christopher Story. I got Curse Twenty Seven. I got He Said She Said.
3: He said she said, and the Toy War. Okay. Because those are projects you actually have under like they are underway right now. Well, the
0: Vampire Story is sort of. Yeah,
3: but you haven't put it that nothing's happened with it yet. Besides, you just writing the story and having some pictures drawn. But But you've got episodes of He Said She Said. You've got episodes of Toy War.
0: But like what Shia LaBeouf said, nothing is impossible. <laughs> this is true. um okay well which would you rather hear for first he said she said or the toy war uh yeah that's
3: cute
4: yeah mike uh, what I want to hear both, actually
3: <laughs> what's your both at the same time I want to, yes i want to hear both at the same time
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. let's see okay this will be I the first always have both at
4: the same time <laughs> <laughs> We can find a
0: way. We have the technology. Like what wow. Shia LaBeouf said. Nothing, Nothing is impossible. Is impossible. <laughs> oh my
4: God. That's We're the, that's the theme for today's podcast that's now. Nothing that's is right. impossible. <laughs> it is. That's true.
0: I mean, it is true. I mean, if you work hard, your dream will come
1: true. I uh, want to become a Jaguar one day. <laughs> Good luck with that. I will work
0: on it. Okay, well...
3: If
4: you figure it out, I'll give you $5. <laughs> just, really? Just 5 Yes, yeah,
1: or? Oh,
0: Lord. That's on what? <laughs> I would pay him $1,000. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, <But anyways. clears throat> okay, well, the two shows are so, well, I mean, they're both comedy, but they're very different. So, The Toy War is about, basically, toys at war. I, you okay. could probably see it as a... Uh, I guess like a toy story, but it's about conflict. And wow. he said, she said, is a com- another comedy that's about my grandparents. And who is really telling the truth when it comes to stuff that they do. <laughs> um, I guess I could start with The Toy War. So, I've been working on it since 2017. And I've only... I've only gotten like two episodes, like fully done. The only problem is episode three is a pain in the ass because where I, I see I play as a good general and my my cousin plays as um he plays the evil general on the other side. So I filmed him last year, but the the quality and where we filmed it, the light setup was horrible yeah. so nah so, oh sorry so this is like a, no
1: it's okay so this is like a like a live action series
0: it's a mixture of live action stop motion and in, in 3d animation oh
2: wow yeah it's pretty big
0: undertaking I've, I've got like some hold on i could show you why it's 3d because there's these characters in my in my story i know in the very first podcast that we did we, i talked about it with um oh hi mark um (laughs) no i i call him oh hi mark (laughs) but uh hold on let me see okay these are the these were these are three like they're supposed to be have you ever heard of uh figma uh figma uh figurines (laughs) i have not okay so they're like um they're figurines that you can you know adjust and move they're like anime figurines so, basically, with 3D animation, which I use a program called Poser Pro, these these characters are going to be in the story, but they're Figma. They're Figma toys. Nice.
4: So, so, these are toys?
0: Yeah. And and I I play... I'm like, me and my cousin, we're, we're supposed to be toys. And, but we're, you know, we're recording ourselves. And then the rest is to stop motion. But the reason why episode three is, like, taking a while is because the fact that the filming that we did was not the best, so I have to go back and rotoscope everything, which is also a pain in the ass, because I've recorded, like, maybe, what, three, two clips, and it's about, let's see, the first clip's, like, 17 minutes long, and the other one is maybe, like, nine minutes, and, yeah, the rotoscoping, that. It takes forever to get rotoscoping done. I kind of feel like I need extra help because I am so, what's the word, Um, late getting it out? Because I was wanting to get it out. Yeah, like, I I was wanting to get it out, like, in June, but I knew that wasn't going to happen. So I was thinking, okay, maybe July. That didn't happen. I was like, okay, maybe late August. And, you know, August is gone. We're in September. Still not done. <laughs> yeah, that that's where I am right now. But the the story I've kind of made like my, I guess you could say like an MCU universe, except with toys. Um, so, so these are like all. I mean, of course they're not
1: like. Uh, I mean, of course they're not like actual like brand toys like you would find in Toy Story where they would mention like you know patel or you know I'm not, I'm not sure they're not like you know those but i mean like you know
0: they make references like oh well this one's patel this one's barbie this one's uh, uh you know play school or something like that yeah like and dude oh gosh <laughs> yeah i mean probably the only thing that maybe, um well obviously noticed noticeable is legos okay. i'm trying to just yeah, I'm just trying to avoid like copyright stuff. So like you know that's why I'm not going with a uh, Barbie, and right,
1: and. Right. Well, yeah. I, mean, I wasn't saying like that. I'm just saying like as, you know as an example.
0: I I will say I found some people on a uh, Fiverr that actually literally make figurines. So I'm thinking I'm looking at them, to make me some yeah custom customizable figurines that are original. And yeah, okay. yeah because because um going back to like it being kind of like an MCU. So the the plan is there's going to be four seasons of the like, you know, main series and then there's spin-offs which connect to the main series in a way and they show different other like parts of the toy world. And each house is a considered a toy nation. Kind of like our kind of like our world. They they deal with like political stuff and they have rulers. And some can go far to dictatorship, that sort of deal. Interesting. So I'm so a comedic too. yeah, it's comedic though. Now the I I did have a plan where the main series up until the last season will be mostly comedic, and then the spinoffs are going to be maybe more serious and dark. So for these characters here, I'm going to make a spinoff, like I guess you could say it's both a prequel. And a sequel, sort of. I don't know what you call that. Oh, did girl. I don't think that's are thing. I can make it up. Nothing is impossible. I can There we go again. Show the love says. <laughs> Nothing is impossible. Okay, so I guess you could say, like, for their story, it's set before and during, like, the the first season. And their story's pretty uh, tragic. And... That like like I'm kind of like changing it up. So there's gonna be four spin off plans, their story, another story, and then like maybe a horror and a romance story. Huh. And but so then oh sorry.
1: No, that's okay. So so like with each project it's like a different genre
0: almost. Yeah, but but the cool part is like they connect. Like they do kind of they do connect to the to the main series.
1: That's really cool. Like that I, I feel like that see that a lot in a lot of uh a lot of um projects you know mm-hmm. and, like usually they'll go for one specific uh genre or they might you know do
4: at most two
0: yeah it, it's almost like uh the unbreakable universe you never knew that it was like part of the same universe until that ending in split oh, the ending now i guess you could say the marvel the mcu universe they had their own separate like films i mean we knew that they were connected but they kind of had their own genre sort of a little bit like you know guardians of the galaxy okay i mean you could take it it could be in the same universe or not but it turns out it was sort of deal right well i felt like it was eventually going to be the same universe anyway it was uh
1: it was Especially, one of the MCU movies, yeah. I'm sorry? I, I was saying if it was one of the MCU movies, then... Oh, right, yeah, yeah. exactly. I so, mean, of course, the Marvel
4: Studios made
0: it, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. I've, I've filmed so far... I Like, I did all the stop motion for episode three and four, and my cousin's already filmed the, you know, third episode as, as himself, and I recorded myself, and then...
3: Oh, okay, sorry, i got to interrupt funny timothy was calling to tell me <laughs> he found a tweet that he had sent to carl urban three years ago almost he said also did you know your physical likeness was the inspiration for the main character from my first novel and he sent him pictures of some of the i <laughs> know obviously carl didn't respond but i think timothy should retweet it to him again so <laughs> oh, <goodness. laughs> that's funny that's hilarious okay sorry carry on
2: Um,
0: Gosh. uh, Okay. So what was I saying? All right. So I yeah, Corey and I filmed ourselves for episode three, and I recently recorded myself and Corey for episode four. But you know, I'm still I'm still stuck with episode three, just because of the rotoscoping. I'm hoping to get it done before the end of this year. Hopefully. Don't know.
1: that's a lengthy, and very time-consuming process, from what I've seen.
0: It it is. I mean,
1: I I've seen clips of um, some of uh Don Bluth's films and also some of Ralph Bakshi's films. How like
2: you know when they show when they rotoscope, it's like how it, how it is, how how it really is something that you have
1: to be patient with, kind of thing. So yeah,
0: yeah, oh, God, it is very titty tidi- tedious. I would
3: not have. I would not have the patience. <laughs>
0: No. Oh, I mean, come on, Mom. <laughs> I, no, I wouldn't. I, 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 I took an animation course one time, and like I, I wouldn't
4: mind trying animation again. It's just that when I was taking that course, so much went wrong in there for me. I uh, was like, I, I can't. I cannot do this in the short amount of time.
1: Maybe like yeah. in a year, sure, but not within a span of three months. I can't
3: do this
4: animation project.
3: Yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely something that's not necessarily um, something that it, just anyone would, would jump in and love to do. I think you really just have to very much love it.
2: Yeah, the
3: whole reason Aurelia has stuck with what she's done, stuck with for so long, her show, she she absolutely loves doing it.
0: I can and, say uh, a fun a fun fact about this um, about why I made the Toy War so i was wanting to create you know i was wanting to create like original content for like the channel itself i think it was around the time i merged both um r and r studio together and i i mean i i kind of was writing it just to come up with something just something original and well here you go the toy war and there was you know i i to be honest mom i was actually thinking on adding um humans in there but then i just scrapped that idea i just wanted to be like a toy thing just focusing on toys and i got disconnected
4: still
0: there yeah i'm here it got disconnected okay. did you did you hear all that or did it cut off
3: i I heard, I heard i heard what you were saying i didn't even know you were disconnected until you said you were disconnected
0: well you well it got it got it got that. Um you're recording it on your end, so I am got and it. hopefully it
4: will be okay.
1: I heard I mean I heard what you were saying as well. We were talking about how it's you know you wanted to have some human element to it as well.
0: Yeah, at first, but then I was like I ah, scrap that. I would just focus on just the toys itself. Um That's how a lot of
1: projects go. It's like go one route and then you just go a couple
0: <laughs> yeah Yeah. and most most film like you know some of the stuff i find out about film some of it's like either improv and improv and stuff like that just go with the flow the the stuff that cory does uh yeah that that too um yeah my so the script that i you know wrote for the screenplay i had to end up like going back and changing some of that because my cousin Corey who plays the evil general he like improv the entire thing. Now, some of it I think was inspired by uh, Skeletor. You remember that, right, Mom? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so most of the stuff he was saying, um, yeah, all improv. And he even made a cha- literally he made a character in my uh, in my universe. So it's like okay, he made this character. He's gonna be in there. Uh, Clancy is the character's name. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Clancy. Yeah, he did just time. at the spur of the moment. Yeah,
3: it was funny. I mean,
4: it reminds me of Tom Clancy. Oh, Tom Clancy. <laughs> <laughs> well, this
3: Clancy is not at all like Tom Clancy. He's just kind of like a dweeby. He's. Uh, I, don't think, I don't think have we seen Clancy? Is he one of the toys our girl? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You've seen it. Okay. You've seen okay. episode two. Like, okay, so in the first episode, um, you do see Clancy, but you never like he goes off screen, and so you, he's like. He's there, but you don't see him because... Like, it's hinted that he's there because Corey's character's talking to him, but you never see him. The second episode was when I added Clancy after Corey did what he did with the improv stuff and just added Clancy. So, episode two is when you see Clancy. And... Uh. <laughs> and he, um... His character is kind of, like, emotional Like, no express... Yeah, emo- like... Not much expression, and I got my uh, granddad to do the voice for him, and, and that
3: was—he does, does so bad, but <laughs> it fits with the character. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like it fits the character. It does because he—he's yeah, very obvious. He's reading the lines, so he's very
0: emotionless. <laughs> <laughs> so I—I I, I actually made a whole bio of Clancy. Just saying how he has less expression, almost like he like he doesn't care. And then when he gets shot... Because I'm I'm thinking later, like, I added a part where he gets shot by, by Corey's character. But he almost acts like he doesn't care. Even when he gets shot. <laughs> yeah, like, he'll grunt. But then he's like, okay. <laughs> oh, my
4: God. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's why it's comedic. So, I would say if people were to, like, when I keep putting up episodes... I think people have more uh, um, of a jolly good time in um, enjoying my cousin and Clancy. Oh yes, Corey. Because C- I'm I'm more of like the serious. I'm more of the serious type in the in the yeah, story. Yeah,
3: the serious one, and, and Corey is like, the, he's bad. <laughs> but his, his character is bad. But he's he's the comedy.
0: Yeah, and I mentioned this to Mark. But I guess you could, I could get you could say that the the toy war basically represents our personality. I in real life, I'm I'm more serious, and my cousin is really goofy. So you know, you could you could take it that way.
1: Well, I
3: can't wait to give
1: it a watch. I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing it once we're done here. Yeah, it's
0: oh, yeah. it's a work in progress. Yeah,
3: I mean, you know, obviously, it's not like the most polished professional. Type of video, but it's a lot of work that was involved. That's involved in it.
0: Like I can, t- I can tell you this, Mike. So,
3: um,
0: when I had to film on, the, like, I'm basically filming in my house, and right. every location. See, we have like four dogs, so we have to. I have to like barricade that entire room for like maybe a day or so and keep everything there. I'm just hoping nobody steps on it. And I we can't we can't you know we can't have the dogs anywhere there. And so after after filming, you know, it takes what several weeks, maybe a month or two months until the next one's done. And um, I filmed the first episode in March of 2017 before I before I ever got the job at Cinemark. And I did not I did not release it until this year. And um, the second one. I think I was filming, like, maybe September of that same year. Got that done. Didn't release it until this year. So it's been a while. And, you know, our house has gone through changes. So you're going to see differences. Oh, yeah,
4: that's
1: right. I mean, it's still still something that you sound passionate about. Like, just knowing or hearing that coming out of, you know, hearing that from you while you're talking about it really makes me want to check it out so i mean like yeah i'm sure there might be some like you know some here and there where it's like oh that wasn't there earlier but, but when, you,
4: when it's complete you
0: know, well thank you mike
3: well, yeah, let us know let us know uh what you think about it <laughs> absolutely
0: oh and he said she said yeah those are yep but um those are well more enjoyable for like
3: family members I mean, <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure like you know, complete strangers to the family will think it's it's comedic because it is comedic. But obviously, uh, the the close family members will probably get more of a kick out of it because you know we know <laughs> my mom and dad.
0: Well, well, I was yeah, I was gonna first. I was gonna get to that, but I was gonna say for the Toy War, um, I talked to Mark about this and I was asking um if he wanted to be you know voices in there or just a voice and he wouldn't mind. So Mike, would you like to be a voice in the Toy War?
1: Well, um, yeah, I would I would love to help out.
0: Because I actually need more um, voices. Like, I don't want to keep using my myself all the time because then that just gets repetitive. I kind of need like a, uh, I guess you could say variation or various voices just to make it more realable Yeah,
1: I mean, that, that'd be great. I, I can't say I'm the most skilled voice actor, but yeah, I would love to help out in way possible.
0: Like they say, practice makes perfect. Um but okay I I can I can jump to the next comedy. Um so <clears throat> this was the same year I was working on the Toy War, but um the He Said She Said show is a co- <laughs> it's a comedy huh. about my two grandparents one and how they go through uh their daily lives of um what do you call it, mom? Just drama, like not not bad drama, just funny drama. Um thing yeah
3: like how they um how they interact with each other,
0: yeah so my my first experience of knowing my how my granddad acts was back in uh, twenty ten and and then I think some of that also with uh, my grandmother how they how they act with each other and for I don't remember when I thought of this I mean it could have been the same year when I was working on the toy war but i I knew I wanted to make a funny comedy of my grandparents because of how 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 crazy they act because I, they were you know they were homeschooling us at the time and I would I would rec <laughs> I would record my granddad um, with my like little MP three player device because he would say some of the, like the funniest stuff or I would just get a big kick out of it. Some people may not think it's funny, but I, I always I always find him funny, even though he doesn't think he's funny. <laughs> um.
1: It's always funny whenever it's like, especially candid moment. I'm sure. Yeah.
0: But but what adds
3: kind of how they some of the things are definitely very realistic how they <laughs> interact. Some, some of it they kind of ham it up, you know, for the camera, and right. it's obvious. But it, it is very much how they spar with each other. It's how they verbally spar with each other. Um. He did, did get some home video moments where they actually are. That's exactly how they're acting. You can see it. It's a little bit crazy.
1: Uh, which, <laughs> so, so it's all rooted in reality kind of yes, yes. yes. And, and, and the second is
3: it the second yeah the second season arturo has started to take it with a twist of like have you ever heard of that show unsolved
1: uh i can't say i
0: have um i think <laughs> i talked to him i told him about that yeah but they have a music in there that i actually bought from the yeah. from the website so i i use that for the season he two that format
3: the way he does the episodes <laughs> Like
2: acting like he's solving a <laughs> mystery. Except, it, it,
0: well, the funny part is, it's basically well. Let's say, for example, um, my granddad has a habit of not looking down, okay. Oh yeah. And so my, my grandmother would say, you know, so and so about that. And so, for example, for season two, I would go in like into detail and information on like why or whatnot. The first season was more of, um... This is actually the trailer for the first season, but, uh... That was more of me asking them questions about their daily lives. It wasn't like, like a like a forensic file sort of deal. I, I decided to do that with this latest season that I've almost completed. The idea for the show is viewers have to determine who's really telling the truth or who is exaggerating. That's basically the point of the show. Uh. So... <laughs> You could either take my grandmother's side or you could take my granddad's side, but all in all, the, yeah, this is this is a com- comedy show on YouTube, and this was actually my first original show, on on my yeah, channel. That's right. The that's very, a
1: very interesting concept, especially for for like your first original.
3: And, yeah. It, oh, sorry. It, it, it's funny because our <coughs> always got a kick out of the way they interact with each other. And he decided he was gonna make it into a show. <laughs> he didn't right. it. Like, like they, like they're like the typical, like kind of, like like a
1: like a couple that you would see on like a maybe not, like well maybe maybe a sitcom.
3: Yeah, kind of like that, like maybe the Bickerson. Good, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then What's he so tries, he tries to pull the rest of the family in on it, you know. Oh yeah. Getting uh, testimony from us this, uh, this and this and this from the past, you <laughs> know.
2: Well, that, yeah,
0: that, this, that was more of season two because I wanted to make season two a little different, uh, compared to the first season. So the second season's kind of like a forensic file sort of deal. Yeah.
4: Like <laughs> a investigation.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> and, so, you know, like it's like, you'll watch it and just some of it's like not a big deal, but I make it a big deal yeah,
3: just to make it right. funny. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna watch that, and he's gonna be like, "What type of family does Eartha have?" <clears throat>
0: I will, I will give you a note Um, <clears throat> when you watch season two, you may notice my grandmother's hair looked a little different. She was going through um chemo at that chemo. time. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't think I've ever told Mike this, but when I got the job at Cinemark, we found out that she had colon cancer. So that was oh, that was rough, and you yeah, know I was
3: couple days after we found out a few days after we found out it was a rough time it was a rough time and
0: she's she's better now though we just hopefully but um i i will say the season one the the last episode was actually delayed because well i i took my time getting back to episode seven of the first season but then when we found out about the you Know colon cancer that made me very depressed, and you know, going back to some of those videos was kind of like you know, we didn't know if she would, you know, make it or not, if it would kill her. Yeah. But I, but that, but in 2018, I finally did get that episode out, and so now she's better. And then, you know, during the curse of her chemo, you know, she they still they would still go at it, so <laughs> I'm gonna let cancer stop her, <laughs> yeah
4: so I mean crying.
0: so there was still some bright parts of last year I mean it was tough but it, you know the he said she said was still going and uh, yeah so that I started season two around that time and I've recently gosh I think I've edited about maybe like six episodes I've I think I've finished I've recently finished we're almost done with episode seven today. I am not sure if I wanna do an eighth episode, maybe like interview them and just ask like what do they think about this whole experience of he said she said. That's if they agree if they want to do it or not.
1: And these episodes are readily available on YouTube.
0: <clears throat> yep. Yeah, free to watch. On
3: his channel. On his Arturellia
0: channel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, <clears throat> yeah, all of all of season one's up. Um, I'm going to be premiering, um, my sister's animated, like, her last final episode of season four of, um, her, her animated show, because I was premiering that, so what's going to be replacing that for a while is, um, season two of He Said, She Said, so I might, okay. might premiere it sometime this month, late this month.
1: And then her show comes back after you've broadcasted the, um, uh, this
4: current season of He Said, She Said.
0: Yes, but I am I I did kind of mention to my sister because she kind of wanted her fifth season to stay on her channel for a little while before I premiered on mine, so there may be a big gap in between.
3: Yeah, that's, that's only fair,
0: you know. Yeah. yeah but sense. She doesn't know when she's yeah. going to be um, getting season five up. So. Mm-hmm. But at least... I'm oh, sorry. sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no. Go ahead, Mike.
3: Well, I was going to say
1: five seasons on an animated project. Jeez, that's a lot of work.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah she's, she's been working.
1: More...
3: She just finished the fourth season, and she she's... does have a fifth season planned. And she also made a movie, and <clears throat>
2: she's
3: got a spinoff that she wants to do. Like, course, she's dedicated to that, too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we both have yeah. dedications for something. But, Dude. um, yeah, she's been on season four since, uh, whew, like 2016. Years, yeah, yeah, 2016.
4: a lot of dedication. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, I,
3: I, I wouldn't have that.
0: I She took, actually, yeah. animation class from... um. It was, taking an...
3: Oh, sorry. Um, uh, she was involved in The Emperor's New Groove and some other animations, uh, open season, and she's getting ready to start her third level class sometime very, very soon, actually, this month, and then there's one more level class, and... Um, I don't know what she'll do after that, but I felt like it would be good for her to take some sort of professional, yeah, uh, you know, to get guidance from a professional. Right. Her animation up until then had been self-taught, but sometimes there are things that you're not going to figure out easily on your own unless a professional looks at it and can kind of help you save time and trouble.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, that's quite the resume that she has. She's been working on projects like, you know, open season in the emperor's new groove i mean my
3: oh, her man. teacher you mean her teacher
1: yeah
0: i think oh. yeah you kind of oh, confused right. it there mom yeah
3: yeah sorry
0: <laughs> yeah, she, um, she, yeah she um she yeah she um she uh sorry um yeah she was taking classes from that teacher that did the emperor's new groove yeah
3: he worked on that sorry if oh. that wasn't clear but yeah that's what i was trying to give <clears> a point of reference to like his 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 uh his resume the type of stuff done. And, and there's a bunch of other stuff he's worked on, too. but um, So, you know, we'll see how this next one goes, and her level four, and I think it'd be cool if she could, like, take an online class in animation and get a degree, but that, that would take, you know, uh, a bit of time, but actually a bit of money, because <clears throat> it's not cheap. Right. Yeah,
4: we'll
1: see. But that when I had to take an animation course when I was in school. Uh, that was one thing we had to do was we had to uh, we, we had to uh, subscribe to I believe it was Linda.com Oh Linda.com yes. to teach us how to use, um, what's it called uh, Adobe After Effects I think it was. It, it was Adobe After Effects, yeah. After
3: Effects, okay.
1: Yeah, because apparently that one, oh. that was what we used for um
3: for your like, animation.
1: For our animations, yeah, wow. we we'll use that and uh, flash.
4: <clears throat> oh, yeah, so yeah, oh, of course, with
1: oh, yeah, with After Effects, it was you know, just uh, what was it? It was like more of the 3D looking rendered uh, portions of hmm. our projects, and then we had you know, flash animation with you know, <clears throat> if it was involving uh, hand drawn or 2D stuff, yeah, yeah, or 2D, two dimensional. We, we have like a section there where we did rotoscope.
0: Yeah, that's that's actually the same program I'm using right now to rotoscope my cousin for the toy war. Okay.
4: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> okay, so I, I didn't know that. Yeah, it I'm is. Sorry. sorry, go ahead. I interrupt you. No, no, I was
1: going to say, it's a really good program. It just took me a long time
0: to uh, get used to, to it,
1: it. Time to
2: uh, learn
0: yeah the
1: other class.
0: i i still don't know how mo- m- much of it works the only thing i know what to do is rotoscope and render it that's it right there's so much more to learn on, on that program i think what well, you could add some some sort of like cinematic effect to it i believe i think you can do that
1: on after effects
0: i i think i oh, I, I, be- yeah. I because i, I oh sorry no, I was going to say, essentially, After Effects is meant for, like, you know, post-production
4: for, um, wasn't live-action projects, but of course, mm-hmm.
1: you know, you can also be used for animation. But, God, I didn't mean to cut you
0: off there. No, no, you're so. fine. You're fine. Um, I I think Premiere Pro has been used for, um, some Hollywood, Hollywood films. Like, for editing. Oh,
3: yeah. Yeah, it's like a professional level. I,
0: th- I think at the okay. theater, I saw, I thought I saw, um... In one of the credits, I don't remember what film, but I think they said they used Premiere Pro uh, Premiere Pro for the editing. So that I'm like, oh. Me. Yeah,
1: Adobe is pretty much the industry standard now. It used to be um, Final Cut. Oh, no, yeah. I was yeah.
3: going to ask about, I was like, what about Final Cut? But I wonder, do they have Adobe? for? I guess they have Adobe also for Mac,
4: right?
3: They mm. do. Okay. Uh, but like... It was with, uh, I think it was Final Cut 10, Apple or or Final
1: Cut or whoever was in charge of the program decided to um, uh, mess things up. with.
2: Oh,
0: yeah, I do remember that. (laughs) And I heard there were a
1: lot of people very, very, very angry about that. Yeah, understandably so, especially since, you know, I was one of the people who was brought up on. Uh, high school like i've spent four years learning it and then suddenly you know i finally get into film school it's like okay guess what we oh. are switching to adobe and i'm like i am oh. no longer editing you know
0: oh man
3: professional oh. projects anymore that's
0: not cool goodness uh, don't.
1: i don't
3: know the details but what specifically did they do that was so screwy
1: yeah the um The the user face, like pretty much just the entire uh, the entire setup of how you know how everything uh, looks and pretty much how different things get um, set into, say the timeline and all that stuff, was completely revamped. Uh, Someone said that it was very reminiscent to iMovie, which I only used back in like two thousand five. 2004 was um. the only time I used iMovie, so I guess they were trying to make Final Cut like iMovie, which really pissed off a lot of people. Uh, I mean, I still use I, I still use Final Cut 10, but that's like you know, if if someone I, I only use it if I'm working on my own project, or uh, if I'm just doing something to mess around. Like if if someone is expecting me to edit, I I I
4: cannot edit anymore
3: wow yeah that's i wonder if they'll i wonder if they'll try to change
0: things see i remember when that whole crap happened with uh final cut the the new one that screwed everything up was because of film riot and they were talking about how they didn't like the new one and they just went back to like the older version
1: yeah and now the older version is obsolete so
0: wow goodness yeah.
4: Yeah, it is, very, yeah. Uh,
1: <clears throat> so now everyone's...
4: Oh, what
3: were they thinking? Old.
4: You got me on that one, I mean, <laughs> that's just, yeah.
3: It's like professional suicide, what they did there. It, it that's really crazy. is. Crazy. Sometimes people don't
0: think. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Exactly. Yeah. I, yeah. I can see... Oh, sorry. Oh, no, 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 go ahead. Go ahead, I was gonna sorry. say, it
1: wasn't broke, so there was no need to fix it.
3: Right, but I guess they felt like that was going to... Maybe wow. better. Maybe they felt like that was going to give them a leg up over Premiere, but that's
0: not. I can say, um, I was thinking at some point, um, what was that program called that had a lot of features, even 3D stuff that you could put in the program and just lighting textures and all that. Um, is that what it was called? I don't know. I'm asking. Well, you. it it was like an it was like a, a um, a, an optional like thing like outside of Adobe. Um, oh man, it's bugging me what it was. Um, like I guess, I guess you could say it's a second like option.
4: Again?
0: It like let's say for, well, see the the problem is like Adobe, you have to pay that um that service fee. fee, yeah, a monthly fee, which I wish yeah. they would just allow you to just buy the program like right yeah, then and there. Make that money every every
4: yeah uh, every month. Yeah. Used to be where you could
1: just buy it. Yeah, I don't
3: like that
0: model at all. But um, yeah. I know my mom sent me a a link to this. Very it's very a, like um, da Vinci? was it Da Vinci?
3: It, it's a totally separate video editing program.
0: But it 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 allows you to you know it almost looks like a Hollywood um production program. It, but you could also add like three D stuff in there. I believe I don't know. If it's
3: Da Vinci, it is a, it is a Hollywood production.
0: But it's, it, it's you, you buy it and that's it. It's yours. Yes,
3: then you Resolve. I think that's what you're thinking
0: about. Yeah, like that um, was, um, that was the second option I was looking at because I, I can say Premiere Pro has given me, I mean, I, I liked the program, but the problem is it tends to give me a few issues and, and that's, you know, crashing on me out of, yeah, out of the blue. Yeah.
3: There's da Vinci, right there. I think that's the
0: one you're talking about. Yeah, that, I'm curious to know what like the 3D stuff does in that program because I know you can you can put.
4: You can download that. a free version and try it
0: out. The only issue is I've already set up like a base like with my reviews, how I set it all up, and I just don't know how well it will work on Da Vinci.
3: short video and start working on setting it up
0: nothing yeah it's yeah that well i was thinking about that <laughs> it, there it is again. yeah just nothing is it. impossible
4: yes.
0: <laughs> i just feel like you know i feel like i just need to pull up that video and put the link here
3: i mean you would probably <laughs> like i, I think uh, a lot of people swear by it a lot of people have switched to DaVinci from premiere
0: but okay the only issue yeah, is
3: got a lot of really good features they especially (laughs) like the color grading yeah they like that you can they can just pay a flat fee and they don't have to do this monthly nonsense and also it is a professional it is an industry you know program it's not like some little just little side software it it is used by professionals to edit film yeah i just looked up
1: up the wikipedia on it. it says that it was used in five of the eight um Films that were nominated for the Oscar for like Best Picture in the Oscars. Oh. Uh, nice!
3: And it's saying that it was used in Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favourite, oh. Roma, Green Book, oh, wow. and Vice. Wow! Nice. That's cool. I didn't. I didn't know that. Because that's yeah, like well, pretty the, kind of like recent news. Well, yeah, well that's the
4: like, oh, sorry. Scenario,
3: Yeah. Of hmm. I'm sure
1: by now it's more accurate than earlier. Yeah. That's-
4: but.
0: I was gonna say, mom. Um, the the issue though that I'm concerned about is, you know, those little um. I'm not. I don't think they're thumbnails. They're uh, stuff that I put on top of the picture in my reviews. You know, where I say like my my review or like m- my thoughts. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. And in in, yeah. in in the okay, yeah. The issue I'm that that I may have with this program is that I will not read some of those files, because those files are from Coral Pro.
3: It might not, but you can always create a new one.
0: But I, I kind of want to use the same also, templates,
3: the well, same I templates
0: mean, for every review.
3: You can try, try to tinker with it to make it very closely match your original one, but they have a, a completely free version that they let you use, <laughs> and you could at least download it and try.
0: Yeah, but and I want, it, I want everything to like be...
3: If you like it enough, you maybe could just buy it and transition over to DaVinci. It might not give you these problems Premiere is
0: giving you. But my OCD is telling me I want it to be the same. (laughs) I want it to be the same forever (laughs) and ever. (laughs) No changes.
1: Nada. That's how I was.
3: Oh, you were? Did you get better? That's
1: that's why I just stopped with editing altogether. It's like, that's been messed up. Everyone's doing Premiere. I'll try Premiere for. Uh, film school but after that I'm done you
0: just walked away I just yeah I just walked away <clears> in <down throat> the editing department uh, mm. I mean someday I will try out DaVinci it's just I hope I can still set it up like how I did with Premiere Pro I mean don't get me wrong I do like Premiere Pro I I think it's a pretty strong well, um, program it well, so. yeah it's just uh, it's transitioning to another program present. I mean, yeah, like what Shia LaBeouf said, nothing is impossible, but
4: still. <laughs> oh my God. Is that gonna be the? Is that gonna be
3: the title of this episode? Nothing I is think possible. that's what you. I think that's exactly
0: what you, you should title it, Archer. Yeah, I, and you know what I'll put yeah. in the. You know, you know what I'll put in the thumbnail, Shia LaBeouf. Yes, <laughs> yes please
3: do it. And tag him. Just do him. it. Hashtag him when you yeah,
0: <laughs> and maybe on the video too. I'll just, I'll just add, I'll just, um, I'll add that video, and just match my, just match what we say about nothing is impossible. That yes. would be glorious. <laughs> it,
1: it could, it could coincide with the fact that his new movie,
0: uh, Oh Batman. yeah, *Peanut Butter Bar-
3: Falcon. Falcon*. I, I did a reaction to that.
0: That looks like actually a really cool movie. It's it yeah, does. I, I was saw.
3: Surprised how good it it looks
0: like it is. Um, I saw a clip of that when I was doing theater checks. So, Uh um, one of these, one of these bully kids was like literally won this guy that has, um, what does he have? Um, he's down syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. And he, like he was a bully and he wanted to like, wanted to see him swim. And he, he's, you know, he can't swim. So Shia LaBeouf like ran up there and then the kid literally pushed him in the water or and, no the, the 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 kid with the down syndrome okay. the bully and the shia labeouf came up to that kid and just punched him in the face and then uh dove into the water to get him but that was all i saw i was yeah, like
3: it looks like it looks like a good film i uh, someone had requested that i do a reaction to it so i was like uh i wasn't really you know the title seemed kind of funny and it Shia it looked like it was probably like a drama type movie and i'm like i don't know but I yeah. watched it and I was like, "That actually looks pretty dang good." Well, that and it was also, from what I've heard, it's um,
1: a local production. It was filmed out the. It was filmed in the Outer Banks, apparently.
4: Was it really? Outer I Banks? thought it was filmed in Georgia.
1: I don't think it was.
3: Someone told me it was the Outer Banks. All right, I'm gonna
0: have to. Gonna have to. Wait, Outer Banks of uh, what? North Carolina. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Let me see. Let me find out.
0: Huh. By the way, how has like Shia LaBeouf been since his whole situation?
3: No, wow, it's got wow. huge reviews, you guys, on on Rotten Tomatoes. That I heard. Always mean everything, but when you look at the IMDb reviews, which are also really high, it probably does mean something. It's uh,
0: yeah, I know. I know. Um, some people came out of the um movie Savannah.
4: saying that they like. was
3: filmed. They filmed it in Savannah. Savannah. Uh, so yeah, I wonder if they, maybe they built some portions at the Outer Banks. That's possible, because they do that sometimes. They move around.
1: Yeah, either that or maybe it was uh, set in the
3: Outer Banks. Okay, it is set in the Outer Banks. I'm, I'm uh, reading it right now. It says they sell the Outer Banks of North Carolina. Oh, okay.
4: So. Interesting.
1: Just to say that, you know, oh, if uh, if only we still had our, uh, well, I mean, I know it's starting to come back now, but how I mean, you know, how we used to have our
3: uh, film industry and whatnot. Oh, yeah. yeah. It is coming back. They're filming the next Halloween movies in Wilmington.
1: Yes, I am so excited. Uh,
3: I am too. They filmed the first one there, I heard. I didn't know that until like later. Yeah, well, um, Ken had put up something on his page and he tagged me. This was last year before the movie came out, like in the summertime. Uh-huh. And I didn't even see that tag until very recently. I have no idea, but I, I miss a lot of stuff on on uh, Facebook. But it said it was an article about them filming the first one in Willington. Oh, huh. nice. So I had no idea. Neither did I. I haven't fact-checked it, but it was just, you know, it was an article. And I assume it was, that's probably exactly what they did, unless something happened at the last minute and they relocated somewhere else. But they're coming, they're coming here for the last two. So, oh, and they're also looking for extras if you want to send your, your information in. <laughs> okay. I'll post that up. Hold on. I'll post up an article about Mom, it. Mom, do
0: you want to go down there and be an extra?
3: I sent my information in, but the chances of that happening are like like I figured the chances of me getting into Carl Urban's panel were like less than zero. But
2: uh. Well,
0: yeah. hey, wait, wait. Nothing tr- is impossible. Know, Nothing is impossible.
3: I figured I'd try just for the heck of it. Yeah, I'm not expecting anything to come of it. But this link that I put up here tells you the information, the email that you can send your information to, and they want a headshot and a full body shot and then some information. So, like, you know, your 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 height, your weight, your race, um, your gender. They also ask something about a vehicle, but I don't know what that means. I don't know exactly what that means. I don't know what they would want your vehicle information for. Like, I don't know if it was would be because they'd use it in a movie or what? I don't know.
1: I think they're looking for, like, a specific vehicle. Like, I've seen that happen before. Um, and sure. when I was living down there, they, they did a lot of things where, like, they were looking for people with, like, certain vehicles to use
3: in the film yeah. as well. They are requesting uh, anyone with mid-60s to 70s vehicles. They're also requesting ventriloquists. And they're they're requesting identical triplets. And people with real work experiences, police officers, medical personnel, EMT, you know, blah, blah, blah. But then they also said modern vehicles are also needed for the production. And I can only the,
1: assume what they're going to plan with those.
3: I have no idea unless it's just like to haul stuff around. Huh. I no no clue. No clue. This is going to start filming this fall, and it's going to be in theaters October. I'm so excited. <laughs> I hope it is as Me well-written too. as 2018 was. I, I
4: still mean. need to see the 2018 one. Oh, <laughs> I know, I know, I was supposed to see it in the theater, but
1: I didn't get a chance to, and instead okay, I Okay, now was... this
4: is just pathetic.
1: Oh, Mom,
0: come on. <laughs> it's oh,
1: i a year. I know, but hey, it's, Halloween is coming up, now it's... Okay, watch it this Halloween? Yeah, absolutely, I will.
2: So...
4: I,
1: I
2: mean, I, I was, was
1: able to at least have, uh, catch, what was it, Suspiria, when it was out, and that was out so, for the
3: Yeah, that's the one with um, Melanie Griffith's daughter in it. No, 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 no. That's different. I'm
1: thinking. Uh, Dakota Johnson. It was with Dakota yeah. Johnson and us
3: Swinton. When... Yeah, but was that the Yeah. Was that Oh, it was that. Okay. Um. It was all right. Spirit. Yeah. Okay, it was a remake of the '70s one, I think, or something like that. But uh, yeah, you should you should check it out. It was it was it was really good. I was I was very pleased. I want to this. see it so badly.
0: Yeah, um, I can say oh. the next podcast episode. Um. Mike, you know Abby, right? Um, not not a food runner, Abby. A box office Abby.
4: Yes, yes, I do.
0: So, <clears throat> I was thinking I'm making an episode, um, just about like about us and um, telling her about uh, certain films that she could watch because I was talking to her when she was ushering with us, and most of the stuff I was asking her, she has not seen. Hmm. And I was like, okay, well. Maybe we could play a game on the podcast where we tell her she could, maybe she could watch this film and if she doesn't know what it is. We give her a brief summary on it and maybe she could check it out. That
1: would be a good idea.
0: <laughs> so I'm there's, thinking, there's, oh, sorry.
1: No, I was going to say there's plenty that I've missed, unfortunately, as well. But yeah, I mean, there's. I'm sure there'll be like a couple that I could recommend
4: too. So I
0: I want to also see how my mom would react to... To it as you well.
3: Find out what she likes, so she might not like certain types of movies that you recommend. So you are going to have to sort of I, I think you should tailor it to, according to what she likes. It, people don't uh, like 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 violent <laughs> movies. Some well, people don't like that. Yeah, know? like
0: I I would well most I was gonna like I guess maybe say like have you ever heard of so and so? Are you interested? It's <laughs> and,
4: oh my goodness.
0: I can I can tell you though she is afraid, it's afraid
4: of. It's good family film.
0: Right? <laughs> it's got yeah. kids. So so
3: it's <laughs> I know that's what I heard.
0: It's got kids. That so cool.
3: <laughs> <laughs> doesn't mean it's a family film. <laughs> yeah, that's a little bit twisted the way.
4: He
0: <laughs> 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 that is. Oh, I'm pretty uh, sure he would give Abby. Um, he would he would mislead her about he certain films
4: Horrible stuff
0: too. I, I can tell you this she is afraid of uh, she will not see it because of clowns. Oh yeah, clowns. So that will be off the list. <laughs> Anyways I, I mean I hate clowns and I'm gonna
3: see it too, so yeah.
0: A lot of people do. <laughs> um yeah, I don't know why they still exist. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, Pretty much. Yeah. Like, remember uh, Rugrats? What was his name? Chucky? He was always yeah. afraid of clowns.
4: Oh, yeah. A lot of people are.
0: I, do, um, I wonder why. Is it just because of how they, they look?
4: Did.
3: I
1: guess. I think it's the whole, like, uncanny valley situation. Where it's like, it's supposed to be
3: innocent, but there's something about That's it. a little just, bit creepy. Yeah. yeah.
0: Like the there's Joker. As, you know, yeah, like Joker, yeah.
3: You the smile, but it's it's a creepy smile, yeah. the, like patootie type of smile. And the laugh. Yeah. So speaking of speaking of clowns, who's going to be going to see Joker? Oh, me definitely. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be forced. You're going to be uh, forced. <laughs> it's going to be really good. My brother predicted a couple months ago that he thinks that uh, Joaquin is going to get an Oscar nomination for this, and it wouldn't surprise me. And now there is buzz about him getting an Oscar nomination. Really. Yeah. But- yeah,
0: that film looks um, very depressing.
3: It, looks, it does. I I did a, a reaction to that not long ago. It actually looks really sad. Yeah. more sad than anything. I like. I feel sorry for the guy.
4: Yeah. It, it looks a lot like Scorsese. It, it, it's like a, it looks like a
1: classic Scorsese kind of movie setting. Mm. Like, the grimy
4: New York, almost like Taxi yeah. Driver.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um. I think they actually said this is set in the 80s, to be honest.
4: You know... That's,
1: that's what it feels like. And
3: that's what it looks like, too.
1: Cause...
0: Someone
3: mentioned that this is just like a retelling of that Robert De Niro movie. Funniest Guy in New York or some Some crazy movie where he, where Jerry Lee Lewis was in it and Robert De Niro was like this up-and-coming comedian. Uh, the King of Comedy. Yeah, King of Comedy. Right? Oh, King yeah, of Comedy. that Someone movie. Someone suggested that this is like a retelling of that. Uh, which kind of seems that way. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't see
1: it as a retelling of it, but it seems like something that was heavily inspired by it.
3: Well, when I saw the, the latest trailer that came out, the, one of the first things I thought was that movie. Because I saw a clip of Robert De Niro, and I was like, wait, this looks like that movie that he played in. And I thought it was a clip from that movie, but it wasn't. It was, Really? Yeah, he, he's like the established comedian, and Joker's like the, the one who wants to be up and coming. But it just—it just looks really sad to me. I mean, I—I—I I, I don't know. Like, I—I I want to see it, but I'm—I dread watching it because I think he's a pathetic character. Like, he's a—he's a tragic figure. Well, um,
0: I can. And s- I don't, what? I can say um, <clears throat> if you do go back to Joker's origin, his life was tragic.
3: This is not the original Joker, though.
4: This is a complete.
0: Yeah, I know, but like his character in general, yeah. was tragic. Even
1: then, even then, has his backstory ever been officially established? Because I know that there's always that well that aspect where he's always talking about how he wants to have, like, his was a bad quote of, if I could choose to have my backstory, I prefer multiple choice.
2: Uh, um, yeah, I
4: don't
0: know. There was one totally story right you. where... He um he lost his I think he lost his wife and his baby, um by bad people and you know shit happens and it just drove him mad, to where you know right. he can't stop smiling and laughing. Okay. It
1: did was. Did reference that in the Dark Knight? I think. Well, he he
3: he did sort of touch on that, but then he also told another story as to how he got his scars. Yeah. Right. So you don't know what to believe.
1: Right, exactly.
3: Yeah. So I feel like this could be
1: like, you know, should we trust that this is this actual
4: right. degree? Or right,
3: is this, right. Yeah. Hmm. So I, I guess I guess we'll see. I'm, I'm interested in it. Same here. And I think he's going to do a great job. But I, I, I felt like Heath was going to do a great job too. A lot of people apparently didn't um, when he was first cast. I don't really remember noticing an outcry about him being cast, but I always felt like he was gonna do a great job. So I, when I heard that Joaquin was, was cast, I felt like he was gonna do a great job.
1: Joaquin hmm. is good at playing like a mentally unhinged kind of character. Yes.
3: yes, because I think he's got some of that already in him. I think he's I think he's troubled, you know, I think he's got Maybe emotional issues or mental issues. I just get that sense from him. You can kind of read people. Like I got the sense years ago that Jim Carrey had problems, and then it yeah. Wasn't long, yeah, it wasn't long after I read about that that I mean that I kind of detected that. That I then read that he had, you know talked about how he has depression and stuff. So right, right. But then I think that's probably how he can bring such depth to his characters. It's because he's a very you know he seems like he's a deep person, but also a troubled.
4: Well, correct
1: me if I'm wrong. Wasn't he related to River? Was he related to River Phoenix? That
3: was his. That was his brother, and he was there when he died.
1: So yeah, I think I he
3: was the him. one who made the nine one one call. I think. Um, Man. Yeah, it was. It was pretty bad, and he was quite a bit. He was younger than River, and River was young when he died. So um, I'm sure that did not help him at all.
4: Yeah. Yeah, that's that's
3: messed up. Terrible. Yeah, it is. was terrible. Well, I remember
0: when that, happened. that was in the eighties, right? Like or nineties? No, it was ninety-three, I think. Ninety. Okay, yeah. Ninety-three. I, think I forgot. Like, same he... year that,
3: that Brandon Lee
0: died. Brandon yeah. Lee. Yeah, I
3: think it was.
0: Wait, who was Brandon Lee? First Lee? Bruce Lee's
3: son, who died when he
0: was making the crow here in North Carolina. Oh yeah. Wait, he was filming uh, in North Carolina?
3: Yeah, it was happening yeah. here. Yeah. Oh. He died here
4: in North Carolina. Goodness.
0: Ending on a bad note, aren't we? And yeah. A, present, no. a depressing <laughs> and then, note. And I, I say ending
3: because I'm, I'm probably going to step away to go make myself some supper. It, it's uh, yeah. 8 o'clock already. I did not realize how many Yeah, years. we
0: went everywhere again. We sure did. <laughs> yeah, and this has been close. Um, no, no, it's no, it's so fun. It's just,
3: that's just kind of how the conversations go. <laughs> you don't really plan it, it just happens. It's organic.
0: Ooh, um, we're almost hitting, well, not really, but almost like one hour and 50 minutes. Yeah,
3: I know. I've been.
0: Yeah, it is 1 hour and 50 minutes since I started recording. Yep.
3: Uh, <laughs>
0: All right, well, another interesting uh, conversation, guys.
4: Yep. Thank you. Yep. Thanks and for
0: joining us, yeah, and thanks for joining yep. us uh, Matt Hopefully, hopefully, uh, the next time we get more people on. I mean, Mark was interested, but I kind of had a feeling he wasn't gonna make it today.
3: It would have been cool if standard. he could have come and talked
0: about his game. Maybe you can do that sometime. Yeah. Well oh, but I'm hoping the next episode I could get Abby on so we could introduce so we could get introduce her to some stuff.
4: That'd be cool. It well, would be a
0: game playing a game called Have you heard of this? <laughs>
4: Haven't you seen this?
0: Or that. <laughs> because that I would mom, I was kind of just as shocked as you were about Mike not seeing Halloween twenty eighteen. As her
3: not seeing what?
0: Cer- certain certain things. I bet she's seen the black stallion. What do you want to
3: bet? Well we'll <laughs> we'll find That's that
0: the, out I in the a movie that I could totally see her watch. We'll find that out. We'll find huh? that out. It's a
3: family picture. It is literally a
4: that's actually a really
1: good movie. I love that movie. Well, the black um, Dahlia? no, the, the black stallion. Oh, black stallion. I thought you said, okay, I'm sorry. I thought you said black <laughs>
4: Dahlia.
3: No stallion. I was like wondering, why are you back so
1: sarcastic when you said that? It's uh, a family picture. Okay. No, then, then yeah, legitimately <laughs> it is a family <laughs>
4: yeah, picture. Yeah. Yeah, it really is.
0: Well, we'll find that out in the next episode.
4: Oh. <laughs>
0: But she, she, we will probably have to do it on a Monday, or, well, can't do it Saturdays because I work Saturdays, and okay, Mike, yeah. you work Saturdays, right? Correct. Okay. Yeah. She, I asked, I asked her, um, you know, what days are usually available, and we could do it, and she did mention Monday, so we could probably do it on a Monday.
4: Okay. All right. We're well. All on Monday anyway, time, yeah.
3: So. Uh, maybe you can get it coordinated
4: sometime. all right well okay.
0: this was interesting guys
4: yep. Thanks so much
0: mm-hmm. Thank you
3: thank you uh, conversation
1: look forward to uh, checking out your little your little documentary type thing Let's see thank you whenever, um, whenever I'm looking forward to,
3: I'm looking forward to um,
1: reading uh, as the tide turns and seeing oh. the, <laughs> and seeing our Art, uh, projects as well
4: thank oh, you Yeah.
3: I'll, maybe I can have Arturo bring a copy to work someday and give to you. Do you prefer
1: hard copy or Kindle? Um, I think I would do hard copy, but I'll try to read it, you know, so I can get it back to you as soon as possible. Okay. All right, that
0: sounds good. And Matt, what do you have to say um, about In this calling.
4: experience? Uh, nothing. <laughs> 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 you Wise words.
0: <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Um, yeah, well... Like I mentioned earlier on this podcast, follow your dreams, don't give up, and you can nothing make it big impossible. somewhere. Yeah, nothing, is, nothing impossible. is
4: impossible. Yeah, follow your dreams, like Naruto. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and yeah, um, as you see, Mom had the guts to talk to uh, Carl Urban in front of almost
4: a thousand people.
0: And Mike, you know, you're almost you're almost done with your documentary, and then me and my sister have a passion to finish our projects. So you all are getting close
4: to completing it too, it sounds
0: like. Yeah. Yep. I, the toy wars got a long way, but my sister's already up there. But gotcha. I still got a I still have a main focus and you know, I I know I was talking to um you know Jay and Mary, right, Mike?
1: Um
4: I know Yeah, yeah, I know
0: both. Of them. Um Jay or Mary I forgot which one told me, but they were, they were very, like, they were interested in the fact, like, you know, I have OCD, but Uh the fact that I have all these ideas and imagination and I could, you know, keep myself focused on all that, dealing with OCD, you know, it's kind of something you could get past when you have a main focus or passion. They just, I just, Uh they thought that was just, you know, interesting.
1: Well, I mean, it, i I always assumed that OCD could be, like, a, you know, an obstacle to overcome, but it sounds like it's something that you've been able to do, so.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, I have my ups and downs with it, but... It's not... Like, now, if you were to talk to me a few years earlier, it probably would have been a different story. Yeah, I just think a bit to figure out how to cope with it. Because I, I would literally make noises. Like, noises, noises that people would thought I would have been a freak. To try to
3: get the thoughts out of your head? Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah. I I was kind of uh, messed up in the head a little bit.
3: Well, all we are messed bad. up in the head, though. Right? Yeah. True. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and even being a
1: little extra messed up in the head can help you with inspiration sometimes. Yeah.
0: That is true. That you know, is true. Yep. It's boring to be normal, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> or, but, or interesting to be different. No, no,
4: you no. Yeah.
1: Just let your imagination run wild.
0: Mm-hmm. Butt naked into the wild. <laughs> I don't know if I want to be butt naked running out there. <laughs> Talk about your imagination. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I was just playing. <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right.
0: But, all right. Okay. Well, I'll see you guys uh, next podcast.
4: Talk to all you right. all later. See you guys. Yeah, you too, I'm Mike.
0: There. See you, Matt.
4: Bye.